Welcome to Kitzurbe Kitzur. We are up to Simen Tzadi. The halachas of Yisurah Shabbos that aren't real halachas. Sif Tesvav. We're talking about Amir Laakam over here now. If a guy comes by himself to do a halacha for a yid, there is a chiv for the Jew to make a macha. You have to protest and tell the guy to stop. So if a guy wants to take the burnt out part of a wick from a Jewish candle because that burnt out coal at the top of the wick makes it that it doesn't burn as nicely. The Jew has the talent to stop. Over here the Mishabura says in this specific case, although he agrees that you have to make macha when a guy wants to do a malacha for you, but since there is light without fixing the burnt part of the wick, the Mishabura holds that you'd even be allowed to tell a guy, oh the candle's not burning well. So since he has light anyways, the Mr. Brewer holds against the Kitzer that this would not be considered getting Hana from a Malacha done by a Goy. He definitely can't tell him to fix it though, according to everybody. Now, if it dawns on a person that he can actually be getting a loss, a significant financial loss, like um, he has a barrel of wine that's about to break, he could tell a Goy to come and once the guy's standing there, he's definitely going to figure out what's going on and he'll fix it. Even if he's going to be doing a, a, a melachadar raisa of fixing it. If it would be a melachadar abonin, he could tell the guy to fix it for a hefzid gadol. But when you're talking about a melachadar raisa, be very careful. Don't hint to the guy. You're not even allowed to hint to the guy to fix the barrel. You could say that anyone who can save me a loss won't lose out himself. And the guy will know, oh, okay, if I fix this barrel, if I'm, you know, pour it into another container, then he's gonna pay me. But you can't say straight out that I'll pay anyone who fixes my barrel. But the kids are again, on a postscript, says, make sure that this is only used in a case of a really significant financial loss. And Ramesha uh, goes through what each individual substantial loss looks like. There's no number for everybody. Next, halacha. If there is something that's not a malacha gemura, so it's an esedra banan. If it's a, there is a tzerich mitzvah, okay, not a tzerich tzibor, a tzerich mitzvah, or if someone is a little sick, you're allowed to tell a guy to do the esedra banan. This is why we uh, are noyeg that we, the Kitzurites, we would call a guy on Shabbos to bring beer or anything for sh- anything that we need for Shabbos, even though he's carrying outside an Erev. The Mishabru says over here, but we're assuming that we're talking about a public street, which is not 100% a, we're just a Rabin. So we're not, it's probably a Carmelist. So we're not looking at it as a Dairaisa by asking the guy to do this. Rav Moshe says that we very well can find uh, an actual Rishos Arabim nowadays in our streets. So this hedger wouldn't apply. You would not be able to ask a guy to carry there because that would be the Raisa. But assuming that it's a Carmelist out there, you can tell a guy to actually bring you a beer, the Kavit Shabbos. However, one should only rely on this when you don't have anything else to drink. You're not allowed to pay a guy for this. You also shouldn't hand it directly to a guy because, again, that's you doing the Akira. Rav Moshe writes that if someone forgot to 
unscrew the light in his fridge on Shabbos. So when he opens the door, it's going to turn on automatically. You can't open it on Shabbos. But if the basic necessities of the Shabbos Suda are in there, all the food's in the fridge, you can ask a guy to open it. You can't ask the guy to unscrew the light bulb. I'm sorry, you could ask the guy to unscrew the light bulb so that you will be able to open it up tomorrow. Assuming that the stuff in the fridge is essential for the Shabbos Suda. And you have no other option. You can't just take all the food out now and put it in another fridge. Try to get creative. Now asking God to go bring you something, you can't do that if this thing is outside of the tchum. That even bidiyeved. If the guy does show up with something that he brought from outside the tchum, it's usher to use that item on Shabbos. There are those that say you can't ask a guy to carry outside the tchum even by hefsid merubah. Like, uh, you know, you mind walking two and a half thousand amas to go save my merchandise that's getting ruined by the rain. Ah, there's some shittas that hold that you're allowed to tell a guy to, to not just to bring you something that's erich mitzvah, but also to go do an iser derabonon for a hefzid gadol. And if it's a real, real uh, hefzid, you're allowed to rely on this shita to save the stuff that's, you know, out in the Carmelis. Getting ruined by the rain. Have a wonderful day. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com.